This presentation is from UX Australia 2020, day four. Our next talk, um, and we'll move on, our next talk will be Kelly and JP um, talking to us about lean UX uh, research and uh, conducting that at scale. Uh, Kelly and JP are joining us. Hello. 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 Hi. Hey, Kelly. And JP, there you are. Hi, everything. Thank you both for joining us. And I will throw to you. Well, it's uh, tough to follow up that last talk. That was very inspiring. Uh, but we'll give it a try. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Kelly. I'm with my colleague, JP. We're UX researchers at Microsoft. I'm in Seattle, and JP's in Barcelona. We're going to be talking about doing lean UX research at scale. This talk is especially of interest to UX researchers, but it's also valuable for UX designers, program managers or PMs, and engineers, uh, particularly those who work in large orgs, build products on fast cadences, and face resource challenges. So we work in Microsoft's developer division. We make the Visual Studio product family, .NET, and Azure development tools. In recent years, as, uh, as most of you know, uh, technology engineering production and release cycles have sped up and UX research practices have become more lean to best match those cycles. On top of that, there's increasing interest to incorporate customer learning into product development, and it keeps pushing the limit of resources that UX research teams have. So we ask, is this seemingly unstoppable appetite for customer insight sustainable? And how can UX researchers properly support their product team's growing needs? Across the industry, we've all adopted a lean approach of continuous testing and iteration over the past several years. It's faster and more agile. And I'm sure many of you are familiar with some of these books. But how do you do lean UX research at scale? In our setting, we have thousands of employees, millions of customers, and a complex multi-product system. Our UX research team has 20 employees. As you can expect, one of our roles is to lead customer studies. And we do this in close partnership with designers, PMs, and engineers. But with the growing interest in customer learning, and in our case, a PM to UX researcher ratio of 10 to one, the team faces a big resource challenge. So an additional role that our UX researchers play is coaching and training research practices to designers, PMs, and engineers. This includes training activities in the form of workshops, ad hoc advice on research topics, and guidance and preparation for larger division-wide research events. This approach allows the UX research team to actively involve other disciplines in research, distributing the load while getting different perspectives along the way. In effect, we do lean UX research at scale through enabling others outside of our UX research team and multiplying ourselves. 
to get to this scale, it's been a journey. Uh, and all of this starts from the top. Our CEO, Satya Nadella, has a fundamental principle of empathy. He believes only by empathizing with our customers' needs, problems, and experiences can we build a great product for them. And we're seeing trends all throughout the industry where companies are investing heavily in driving empathy into their culture. Companies are looking to differentiate themselves based on empathy and using it as a way to discover what the next big opportunity might be. Empathy is serious business. In our cultural journey, these six principles shown here have been key to the success we've had in changing our culture. Build bridges, not walls. Use a common language. Encourage learning versus knowing. Build leaders that build your culture. Meet teams where they are and make data relatable. We've embedded these six principles within our culture, which we call culture hacks, in order to help us scale lean UX research to everyone in our division and build a learning focused org. We've written a book called The Customer Driven Culture that tells this story in more detail. As an example of hacking the culture with the six principles, we'll describe Developer Day, a yearly event aimed at scaling up lean UX research in our division. Developer Day brings more than 250 of our employees together with more than 100 customers, which you can see a snippet of here. It features more than 600 lean UX research sessions spanning interviews, usability tests, participatory designs, and concept value tests, all produced in one day, yielding a wealth of data in a short amount of time. We accomplished doing this through our six principles, which we're now gonna go through. To be successful at scaling up lean UX research, researchers need to build bridges, not walls. Product teams need to become active actors in the process, while researchers need to use their expertise to provide guidance and training to them. Developer day is organized into a speed sessions format. Researchers coach and enable over 200 designers, PMs, and engineers to conduct the 600 sessions. Each customer is assigned a table and a designer, PM, or engineer from the same product team pair together to conduct sessions. Here in this picture, on the left is a PM and on the top is a designer and they're conducting a session with a customer on the bottom. Within the pairing, roles are designated as running the session and taking notes. Each session is set to 20 minutes and after the time is up, our employees have five minutes to move on to the next customer table. This results in each pair getting a chance to speak to six customers. We needed a common language to allow us to communicate learnings at all levels of the org. Uh, in addition to that, we needed to minimize biases and remain objective, which is a difficult goal due to the close involvement that these different people have with their products. We use a framework we devised called the Hypothesis Progression Framework, or HPF, as our common language. We've written a book called The Customer Driven Playbook that goes into this in more detail. In developer day, each designer, PM, and engineer pair uses the HPF to form a set of hypotheses to test during their sessions. The hypotheses guide them to define their target customer profile, 
the choice of methodology and keep focused to make the most out of the speed sessions. Armed with their own hypotheses and discussion guides, they're able to go into their sessions with a plan for what they're trying to learn. In our division, we've created a culture of continuous learning and growth. For us, it's not about having all the answers, but having a desire to ask the right questions. In Developer Day, designers, PMs, and engineers form testable hypotheses using the HPF that they don't know the answer to, but they want to learn. Everyone comes to Developer Day ready to meet with, listen to, and learn from customers. In doing this, our employees get to listen to real-life stories directly from customers in face-to-face -face conversations, producing empathy and inspiring them. To build the culture you want, you've got to elevate leaders that demonstrate the traits that you desire in it. In Developer Day, we have leaders from our division give an opening talk and actually participate in sessions with customers. We also invite leaders from around our company to observe and go back to their team and do their own version of Developer Day. The leaders set an example of the importance of everyone learning from customers. We also create opportunities for employees to share their work and demonstrate leadership within the org. We do this through brown bags, exec reviews, and videos, both before and after Developer Day, and it gives employees a platform. The most successful employees in our division are those that are able to build a community of customers around them. They've become outspoken customer advocates and often share tips and tricks with their peers. To support culture change, we found it's necessary to use tools that are flexible enough to meet a product team's needs, no matter where they are in their product lifecycle. Teams are less likely, we found, to engage with an activity if it adds the overhead of starting over with new complex tools. So whenever possible, we embrace tools already in use by product teams. One tool we frequently use is Microsoft OneNote. For developer day, each team gets its own OneNote notebook it has their schedules, a customer profile for each customer they will speak to, and a place for them to keep their hypotheses, discussion guides, and notes. Many product teams have been using this tool in their everyday work, so when it comes time to use them for developer day, they're ready and they're prepared. Having numbers alone won't move people to action. You've got to speak to the head and the heart. We generate rich stories that help bring customer insights to life. This can be accomplished in various ways to enrich empathy, such as including photos, videos, and quotes, and using illustrations like journey maps, workflow diagrams, or storyboards. We do this when communicating results from developer day. Here we show an anonymous example that includes a customer story, photo, and quotes. We provide product teams with training and guides on how to tell these vivid stories about what they've learned from the customers they've met. This impact ladder shows the progression to action and how empathy is a necessary step to get there. We believe data can lead to exposure, awareness, and understanding, but it's empathy that leads to advocacy and action. Developer Day has a strong impact on our products as we collect a large amount of insights from this one day. 
For instance, during sessions, the Visual Studio team used paper prototypes shown on the left to invite customers to write or draw the options they expected to find when Visual Studio starts. Besides these prototype exercises, the team also interviewed customers about their common behaviors. After analysis, several common themes were found and integrated with other research, such as telemetry and lab studies, to increase confidence. The results were then later impactful in the redesign of the Get to Code screen and the new project dialogue in Visual Studio 2019 that's shown on the right. Developer Day also helps us strengthen our relationship with customers, as you can see here. Our customers love the opportunity to meet with the people who make the product they use every day and talk about their needs and experiences. They feel that their voice has been heard. They leave feeling energized and hopeful about the future of our products. I'm now going to play a video of Developer Day to try to give you the experience of what it's like to be at the event. We have uh, 250 Microsoft employees here today to come talk to you and learn about all the experiences that you have. We're actually bringing in our program managers, our software developers that are the ones designing and building out these features. And we're wanting to hear what our customers have to say. We're physically next to the customers so we can show them prototypes and actually have them walk through it and iterate on the fly. This year is actually our second year doing Developer Day. It's a really fast way of getting a lot of conversation happening in a short amount of time. Software is a team sport and increasingly time to market is driving people to want to deliver software faster. You want to be able to kind of have these quick interactions happen real time. Having this connection, the diversity of people, the diversity of OSs really just makes it easier for me to commit to Microsoft personally with my career and encourage my company. One of the interviewees today was like, it was awesome to be face to face with the people who are making these tools because it really feels like you're listening to us. This is a great opportunity to tell Microsoft exactly what I need. And I love it that Microsoft is becoming more transparent. So I feel like you're sharing your world with me. We took a lot of leaders from other divisions to come observe and learn because we feel this process can be further scale out to more of the Microsoft Teams. We had a bunch of ideas. We didn't think all of them were going to stick. We started to verify the problems we thought customers actually had were problems they had. Behind every bug, there's a person who's having a problem. And you really have this power to make their frustration go away. As people in technology, sometimes we just don't understand that these emotions have a direct correlation with the work that they're doing. The empathy part was something that we miss. If you get to those pain points or those levels of excitement, then you can really understand how you can improve somebody's work. When we're shipping out our products, we know that it's going to be something that's the right choice for our customers. So it's really an invaluable day of just customer interviews, being able to network, and it's also fun too. Okay, 
Well, thank you. You can reach JP and I to talk more. You can also check out these resources to learn more, which includes an upcoming publication of this very talk that we did. Thank you, Kelly, JP. That sounds and looks like it was a wonderful event. Really good one. How many, um, how many customers did you get through in front of that? I, I missed that number. I saw the, the number of developers. I didn't see the number of customers that you had through. It, it's around 100. Uh, the, the, it, it has varied across uh, the, the three years that we've done it. Uh, but around 100. That's great. Really, really good. Um, uh, Sarah asks, do you have plans to do a, a COVID-safe version of the of the day? That, sure, sure. Uh, that's a really good question. Um, we so we were going to uh, to run developer day this year uh, as part uh, or kind of connected to the build com conference, which is the biggest uh, developer conference we do every year. Uh, the conference uh, had to switch to remote, and uh, given that everything took us by surprise, we couldn't do developer day. Uh, but we started experimenting, and uh, we used the opportunity of the uh, remote version of the conference to start kind of piloting techniques, and we've, we have a bunch of ideas in mind. So if next year, if given if it happens to be that we're in the same situation, we have several ideas on how to uh, transform it uh, to a remote setting. Uh, we have a question. Um, did the developers have a choice about participating and did they come up with their own questions to customers? We, we had specific profiles that we were recruiting for. Um, of the 100 customers that uh, participated in Developer Day, we actually had upwards almost 1,000 that signed up and wanted to participate. And then with the teams, we had a lot of uh, different criteria profiles we were seeking. So it was more on our end that we selected the right customers for the, the right hypotheses that we were testing. Um, but that being said, we had social events afterwards where customers had the chance to meet with the engineers and product teams and ask any question they wanted to. Okay. Right. I, I, I kind of to complement which I think I think it was the second part of the question. Yes, uh, before the the event, we kind of uh, do a lot of brainstorming and a lot of, a lot of uh, analysis based on previous questions uh, with the engineering team and program management team to come up with uh, specific hypotheses to test in the developer day. So yeah, engineers contribute to that. Yeah, good. Um, uh, Jared asks, how did you engage the rest of the company to create an event like this? What was the selling point? Dealing with management who are reluctant to engage with users has been a recurring problem for me. How did you convince Microsoft to let you make, let you hold the event? I love Kelly answer that one. We, we got, we did need to get buy-in from executive leadership uh, to do something at this scale and involve this many employees. Um, the buy-in for them, the value was, first of all, they're going to get learnings that are going to go into products that we're trying to learn at this current time from this single day. So that's the immediate benefit. 
But then the, the more important benefit longer term is that we're changing the culture and we're teaching all these other disciplines how to learn from customers and how to do this going forward. So the, all the things they learn from this one day, they take forward and apply in their work in the entire year after that going forward. That's great. Kelly, JP, thank you very much for that talk. Uh, there are a couple of other questions that have been posted to the Q&A panel that we don't have time to cover off uh, before the break. But if you could take a look at those and we'll, we'll move them over into the chat panel, that would be lovely. Thank you sure. both very much for joining us today and sharing that with us. Thank you, thank you very much. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you.